Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. Keep in mind, if you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, so what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. So today's episode is really what we're going to call the Friday Look Back. And that's really just an opportunity for me to reflect back on the week, um, the guests that, that appeared on the show, uh, talk a little bit about uh, what's happening with SAS Texas Capital, which is my uh, private equity uh, company, and just kind of talk about random thoughts, uh, topics that, that uh, may come up uh, throughout the week, uh, maybe questions uh, that I've gotten from, from other investors or, or, or people that I've come into contact with. So, so really, I think, you know, hopefully this is an opportunity for you to kind of follow along with me on, on my journey and uh, what's happening in the, in the world of real estate investing. One, one thing I, I would really like to do is, is just thank the people uh, that are helping to make this podcast possible. And obviously the the guests that appear on the show uh, are, are wonderful. Um, many are, are industry experts. Uh, some are some are uh, real estate investors that are just getting started, just like uh, many of you that are listening. Um, and I also want to also give a shout out to the to the producer of the show, April, who uh, has done a wonderful job of of helping to put these episodes together, and really appreciate her. Uh, one thing uh, I, I would like to mention right now is I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited that um, we just got another property under, under contract. Uh, it's going to be 48 units uh, located in San Antonio, uh, Texas. Uh, really excited about this opportunity. Can't, uh, can't really go into too much detail yet. Uh, we, we're under contract, but uh, we essentially are in the due diligence period. Uh, and as, as, as we move forward with uh, due diligence, uh, underwriting, uh, go, getting lender terms, uh, getting the debt finalized and all that, uh, I'll be sure to, to update you guys on, on our progress. Uh, our hope is to eventually, uh, once, uh, once we get through the due diligence period uh, and continue to move forward, our hope is to open this up as an investment opportunity uh, for, our, uh, for our investors you know, with a similar profile to uh, many of the properties and transactions that we've done recently. So stay tuned, uh, exciting news. We're, we're, we're really uh, thrilled about this opportunity uh, also here in San Antonio, Texas. And, you know, another opportunity for us to, you know, take over a property, uh, upgrade the uh, existing amenities, uh, maybe put in, in place some new amenities uh, and then just overall, you know, improve the, the, the living experience for the, for the people that uh, reside at that, uh, at that complex. So excited about that. And uh, like I said, this is our Friday look back. So I'm excited. Uh, you know, this is our uh, first week of the, of the podcast. And, you know, some people have asked what, you know, what is your, what, what, why are you doing a podcast? And really for me, um, the first thing is, is just education. You know, I, this is an opportunity for, for me to educate um, friends, investors. You know, the, the question that we get a lot is, you know, how do you how do you build wealth? Um, how do you use real estate uh, to build wealth? How do you get started? Um, how can you balance a career 
and also get started in investing. And often what I tell people is that the first question you have to ask yourself is why, you know, why are, why are you interested in, in real estate investing? You know, why are you interested in, in building wealth? Kind of understand that. And we all have different whys. So there's no one, there's no one right answer or no one answer for everyone. But the truth is that many people want to get started investing in real estate, but most people never do. And again, the question is why? And it could be for any variety of reasons. There's, you know, life gets, life gets complicated. Uh, there's kids, careers, uh, lack of knowledge, lack of education. It could be any number of, any number of reasons. Um, but always go back to your why, your, 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 your question of why. Why don't you take on new, new uh, challenges? You know, keep growing and keep developing and, uh, and keep learning. The question of why, in my opinion, um, doesn't get enough attention, but it can be it can be a powerful way to overcome many of the obstacles that you might face. And the reason for that is because anything in life that's worth doing has a why. So if you think about eating healthy or getting more exercise, why do we want it, and how bad do we want to do it? So as you know, I believe that real estate investing is you know the best way to achieve financial freedom. And financial freedom means a lot of things to different people. For me, the definition of financial freedom is just having the time to do whatever it is you want to do whenever you want to do it. And that's a pretty simple definition, but everyone has their own, uh, their own definition. And again, uh, real estate gives you the opportunity to build passive income, create long-term wealth and that financial security. That's what I love about real estate investing. Another thing I love about real estate investing is that it's teachable. It's not difficult to learn. And the most fundamental concept in real estate is to buy a property, add value to it, and then hold it or sell it, you know, over a period of time. That simple concept, that simple business plan has been around for hundreds of years. So why am I qualified to talk to you about real estate investing? Let me give you a little bit about my backstory. You know, my parents and, and, and grandparents were, were immigrants. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't come from, you know, a vast network of, of money or, or anything like that. Uh, I'm a first generation uh, college graduate. Um, early on, I determined that I wanted to elevate my family uh, and real estate would be the vehicle that would help me do it. So in, back in, in 2004, I bought my first uh, investment property. Um, and, you know, in all honesty, I, I took some lumps on that property. You know, it, it, was, a, it was a very simple uh, three bedroom, two bath home, uh, 1600 square feet, uh, and, and it needed some work. And at the time, in order to save some money, I decided that I would do uh, the renovation work myself. Now it was, it was simple uh, renovations. It wasn't anything foundational or, or structural, uh, but it was, it was still a significant amount of work when you consider uh, painting, uh, fixing up some drywall issues, installing some, some uh, ceramic uh, flooring, uh, things like that, which are very cosmetic in nature, but still uh, it's, it's, it's significant labor, especially when you're one person and you're trying to do it all. And you also have a, 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 you know, an eight to five job. So my day consisted of working till, till five, running home, grabbing something to eat, and then going to the property and working there till about midnight and then kind of starting that whole process all over again. You know, lessons learned, pay the people, hire the people uh, that can do the work, uh, that can do it probably 
in, in, in all honesty, uh, they can probably do uh, better quality work, um, and they can also do it at a much faster, uh, much much faster rate than uh, than I would be able to. Um, and that's kind of what started my real estate journey. And, and um, but it, it it took me a while to get to that point, right? So, you know, I, I try to get educated. I try to read as much as I could. Uh, as many, you know, take in as many resources as, as I could. Talk to as many people. Uh, that were in real estate um, as I could, but eventually I got to a point where you, you can only learn so much uh, in theory and in books. Eventually, you have to take action, and so I got to that point um, and found a property and put the money down and, and, and bought it. So, you know, that was in 2004, and I've been investing in real estate ever since. As a landlord, I've done uh, fix and flips. I've used the Burr method, uh, which is the buy. Uh, renovate, rent, and, and refinance um, method. And I've even done some ground up uh, development uh, with, uh, with single family uh, homes. Um, you know, and over the years, I've realized a few things. And, you know, one of them is being a real estate investor is almost like having another full-time job. And in order to find deals, you have to market. So I tried a lot of different things. I tried direct mail, uh, cold calling. I even went to the courthouse uh, steps for foreclosed properties. Um, I was combing through the uh, court records, uh, court and county records uh, for foreclosure notices, and then trying to contact those those people uh, who were in an unfortunate situation that their uh, that their home was in foreclosure status. Um, and every now and then, you know, using this variety of different you know marketing techniques, every now and then I would find a deal. And it was a lot of work, and it, it was very challenging. So it was about this time then that I decided I needed to be able to buy real estate without the traditional mortgage uh, in place that could take 30 to 45 days to close. I needed to have a competitive advantage over some other buyers. Um, and one of them would be to be able to close quickly uh, without having that 30 to 45 day uh, period. So I, I, I decided to raise money um, and I raised about $100,000 from private investors. I paid them uh, 10 to 11% interest. Um, and in return, they had a promissory note secured by the real estate that I was buying. So I created basically a win-win situation for investors who were looking for, you know, better return on their money. And in return, I had money that I could use then to turn around and close quickly um, on properties that I was able to find. But for me, raising $100,000 in capital was a lot of money. But what was really surprising was just how many people had that kind of money and were willing to lend for a variety of reasons. Uh, many were not earning as much in banks and CDs. And in, there's always stock market volatility and people that are unhappy with uh, the returns that they're getting from, from the stock market. So really the raising the money uh, was not really the, uh, a problem. And that was very surprising to me. Um, but for me, $100,000 is a lot of money. And I took it very, uh, very seriously um, that people were trusting me with, with their capital. So one of the first lessons that I learned uh, about raising capital and something that I'm still proud of uh, to this day is that I've never lost any capital for investors and I've always outperformed uh, for my investors. Then unfortunately, 2008 and 2009 happened. And, and we all know that was a, a rough couple of years for, uh, for real estate. And the, the financial crisis back then wiped out a lot of investors who had high leverage loans and non-cash flowing properties. 
And that's a, that's a really important point to remember because high leverage loans and non-cash flowing properties means that those are those are investors that were in all for all intents and purposes they were speculating in real estate. They were buying properties and hoping that they would appreciate enough in value that they could then turn around um, and basically sell them, you know, for a, for a profit. Fortunately for me, at the time, my properties were were cash flowing, so. For me, I, I was able to withstand the volatility in the real estate market over that uh, those two to three years from 2008 roughly to, till about 2010, uh, because my properties were cash flowing. Uh, it didn't really it didn't really impact me. I did have some 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 uh, vacancies, um, and that was a little bit of a setback. But for the most part, I was able to get those properties uh, released um, in a short amount of time. And, and they were still cash flowing. So my biggest lesson learned from that financial crisis back in 2008 to about 2010, again, was the stabilizing power of cash flow. So coming out of that recession, you know, my, my next challenge was how do I build enough passive income that I can make my W-2 optional? I'm not one of those that, that believes that you can become rich quick in, in real estate or that I want to retire early or, or anything like that. But my goal really has always been to build up enough passive income so that if anything happened to my uh, regular W-2 job, my career, you know, I'll be okay because I have enough passive income, enough sources of passive income coming in that I would be okay. And it became clear to me then that my path was uh, too much like another job and I would not be able to scale enough to get to my goal of building up enough passive income just by doing you know, single family homes. So my attention started turning to multifamily. And I always knew that multifamily was the way to scale and really generate the, you know, the types of returns and, and cash flow that you would need in order to have enough passive income um, you know, to achieve financial freedom. But what I didn't know was how to get into multifamily and how to come up with the money for those types of uh, buildings and, and those types of transactions. So I started networking and attending meetups. And it was at one of these meetups that I met a multifamily investor. Um, as we were going around the room and introducing ourselves, he, you know, he stood up and um, announced how he had just closed on a 200 unit multifamily you know, apartment building. So I'm sitting here looking at him and I'm like, what, what is he doing? What does he know that I don't know? And how can I learn what he knows? And that's from that connection, is really kind of opened up so many doors for me as I started asking questions, getting to know them, um, and, and those, those connections kept growing, those conversations started to happen. And I, you know, I was asking them, how are you doing this? So eventually I was able to meet a general partner in a syndication who was putting together a, a deal to buy a 128 unit uh, apartment complex in San Antonio. So he told me about the deal he was doing uh, he was working on. We went out to, to, to lunch, sat down, talked about it. Uh, he kind of explained a little bit about what syndications were. You know, we're basically bringing together groups of investors um, who want to acquire real estate on a scale that they would normally not be able to acquire on their own. Um, and, and my mind was just blown. I, I love the idea of, of investing as a, as a group. And at first, you know, I was like, you know, 128 units, like I, I tried to wrap my mind around it. Like, how can, how can a, a group of investors purchase, you know, 128 units? 
And then I learned from the general partner that for a minimum $50,000 investment, you can invest into this project, into this deal, and become a part owner of 128 units as a passive investor, meaning that I bring them the, the capital, the $50,000, the general partner and his team handle all of the management, the acquisition. Um, they're the ones who sign on the loan. They're the ones who take on uh, the, the responsibility of uh, managing the, 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 the property or finding a property manager to come in and manage the property. Um, and they're the ones who take on the uh, execution of the business plan to add value to the property. And all I really have to do after that is kind of sit back, um, you know, read my quarterly reports, make sure that they're on track. Um, and then every three months, uh, the uh, cash flow would just hit my, my bank account. So the economics made sense. And that particular deal, there was a 7% cash on cash return. The an average annual returns in terms of appreciation were 18 to 20%. So over a five-year period, there was a, a very strong potential that I could double my money uh, in that investment. So at the end of the five-year period, quite possible that I get my $50,000 back, then plus another $50,000 from cash flow and from appreciation. The economics were great. I was excited. I was so excited. I was, I was wanting to write a check right then and there at, at that particular, uh, in, the, in, the, in the restaurant. Here's a check. Make sure I get into the deal. Luckily, he wouldn't take my check. Uh, I, did, I did some additional due diligence um, just on, the, on the, the, the general partner and also on the property, the, the sub-market, uh, things like that. But eventually, I did get into that as a passive investor, and that was my first passive investment. And from that point on, uh, there was no looking back. I've done, I've done other passive investments uh, since then with very similar you know, economic uh, profile, but that was essentially the start of my journey in, in multifamily. Now I've continued to learn over the years and I've continued to meet you know, so many fantastic people in this business, people that are not only willing to provide you with their time, but they're wanting to partner with you in order to acquire larger and larger apartment complexes. So that's, that's kind of an, in, in, a, in a real brief uh, nutshell, that's kind of my story. And, you know, over time, uh, I, I, as I continue to meet people, continue to make connections, continue to learn, eventually I crossed over from a passive investor and became an, uh, an active general partner in multifamily deals so that I'm now the one that's also out there finding deals uh, putting them together, putting together a general partnership team, and then bringing in investors uh, to help us acquire these uh, these projects. So that's that's my story, and that's why I'm here. You know, if, I, I think if if I can save the new real estate investor, you know, three years of their time from you know starting in single family homes, um, instead going straight into multifamily, well, that's that's my goal is to provide that kind of education. And I also realize as I reflect on things that my purpose here is also, you know, it's, it is to help people um, not only to achieve, but also to overcome, you know, whatever obstacles are in our way. You'll hear me talk a lot about mindset In real estate investing. A lot of this is, is mindset. It's, it's about thinking bigger. It's about solving problems. It's about overcoming the self-doubt in your mind. So multifamily investing in the end, you know, it, it, it hits all the check marks. It, it builds passive income, it builds wealth, and it's very well understood. It's stable and teachable. 
So that's a little bit about my background uh, and why I'm here. Again, this podcast, uh, we'll, we'll be doing a couple episodes a week. I'll be bringing on guests um, that are real estate, you know, industry experts, investors, uh, people that are doing what, uh, what you as, as listeners either want to do, or maybe if you're already doing it, you know, uh, find additional ways to, to, to get ahead in the industry. Maybe you'll find someone to partner with that can help you, um, you know, get further in your, in your career. We'll bring on investors. Uh, for you as a listener, it'll be a great way to, to, to continue your education and you'll have access to, you know, tons of, of, of great guests and, and their resources uh, as you continue to further your education uh, and your real estate journey. So that's going to do it for uh, this, this first episode of the Friday Look Back. I appreciate uh, you guys listening to the, to the podcast. Uh, I'm excited to hear your thoughts and your comments. Uh, help make the show great. Please subscribe. Uh, leave a five-star rating and a written review that will go a long way in helping uh, the show to find the types of guests that uh, you as our listeners and our audience would love to listen to and actually would need to listen to. So again, appreciate everyone and uh, we'll talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. So, what'd you think? If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.